And welcome back to another episode of Get Stoked with your host Ty, Evan, and Trent. I suppose <laughs> you didn't want me on the last one, so I guess. <laughs> no, we did not. We, we settled for Josh. Anyway, we're, tonight we're probing into the alien world. Not anus. Come on, you should have gone with anus. Oh my god. All right, and welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Trenton, to the podcast. Sorry we had to stick with that degenerate Josh for the last one. I know. I know. What, a, what a shame. Like, you guys let him out of his cage? <laughs> Our ratings really dipped after yeah, that. Yeah, they really one. did. A... How, was, how was Switzerland? Tell us a little bit about it. Sunny. sunny. Too sunny. Actually, you couldn't go skiing or anything like that. So it kind of sucked, but I got some more donor. Let me tell you. Donor is the most delicious thing ever. It's what like is donor? It's a mixture. It's a Turkish thing. It's like a mixture of meats, and they like spit fire it, or they spit roast it, and then they sh- shave it off. Oh, yeah. Food. It's so good, and we don't have it over here. And let me tell you, it kind of makes me a, a fr- fricks me off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Fricks you off. But we don't have it over here? Yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah. the worst. I hate, I hate it, and I love it. Tell us about some other things that you hate. <laughs> Any particularly? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, cool. so how was your break, Ty? <laughs> My break was um, uneventful. I got strep throat on Christmas. You got a surprise visit from your best friend. I did get a surprise visit. Okay, so two days after the naughty or nice episode, um, your boy woke up and said, "I can't breathe." So I went to the doctor, and they said, "You have strep throat. Merry Christmas." And they gave me antibiotics. And now his boyfriend has a strep throat. Whoa. Yeah, I hope you on. feel better. No, that's not possible because I was fine for like three weeks and then mm-hmm. he just can't lay dormant. dormant. I say you can lay dormant, can it? I mean, Hi, I'm okay. no microbiologist, I but I don't know. Hey, if genes can lie dormant, so can strep throat. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it wasn't like the best, but it was it was a good break. I enjoyed my holiday. Um, yeah, I don't know. How about you? I actually liked being home this time around. It wasn't a miserable nightmare, and I had a good time. That's good. No family issues. Had a good Christmas. Got a new phone. Bought myself a new laptop. Life is good. And it's good. Yeah. How uh, how are we feeling now that we're all back in, in the swing of things, new semester? Miserable. Put the magic cards away, buddy. This is a podcast. <laughs> we're not playing magic. I really just want to use it. I bought it, okay? I, I know you bought it, and I'm proud of you for buying it, but... Well, we have these to over talk here. about aliens yeah. this episode. What do you want to talk about aliens? Well, Ty? okay. We... So first off, I would just want to start. I guess, how many of us here believe in aliens in the in the in the way of like both my hands are in right. like green men, like well, like, come on, flying saucers. You can't, you can't just do that. Maybe yeah. they're maybe they're any, maybe they're like the hey, xenomorphs. Actually, I'll throw my hands up because I don't believe they visit Earth, but. If the universe is truly infinite, there is absolutely little green men flying around in saucers somewhere in the universe because that's just mathematically impossible that they wouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. If you have infinite chances to do something, every chance is going to happen. If you flip a quarter infinite number of times, you're bound to get both answers. Yeah, and any combination possible. So it's very improbable for there not to be life out there. Like okay, even like the green, the green little man, you know, and who knows? Maybe we're the aliens. Maybe we crash landed on Earth, and you know, that's where the the theory is that life started on um, Mars and then was jettisoned from Mars to Earth, and just because a meteor landed and like a little cell survived, uh, it was able to evolve in the humans. That's of course, if you believe in that. Uh, I I mean I met uh, religious people that believe in evolution too. So yeah, we um actually we we learned about like evolution, the theory of evolution, the origin of species by Charles Darwin never actually explains the beginnings of life, nor does it ever try to. Evolution itself is just an explanation for the diversity and changing of uh, species over time. So like in a way, creationism and evolution are actually um. You know they could they could work congruently. Yeah. If plus it's like you don't necessarily have 
even if you do or don't believe in a god like a creation figure it seems pretty unlikely to me that there would be like some architect would create the shiny universe and we would be the only oh, intelligent that's yeah. terrifying to, yeah to that's... that we're alone out here in the universe well that's actually... how big it is i mean the, uni the universe is infinite it's constant yeah. it's everly expanding and uh, you think that we're the only ones out here? Fuck that. And that's that's something I actually wanted to talk about a little bit. The the Fermi paradox, which is this whole equation that I'm not gonna like read or anything, but I just wanted to look at it. Um, it's this whole equation that basically calculates the probability of there being intelligent life in the universe based on like the number of stars and the, the number of planets that are suitable for life as we know it, um, and the number of, you know, galaxies and solar systems and so on. And, like, the equation itself kind of reveals that, like, there should be, the universe should be teeming with life. Oh, yeah. Um, we, like, and so it, it's scary because then you get into the concept of, like, what's called great filters, which are, like, something in the progression of the creation of life, like, biogenesis, you know, the, the beginning of life, to a spacefaring civilization. Something is getting... Is, is stopping other species if, right. if they're arising and whether it's maybe biogenesis is the great filter and we've already gone past it, but we're the only ones who's ever gone past it. Or maybe it's in, in front of us. And the reason we're not seeing any other space faring civilizations is because most civilizations never make it to space and we're about to hit that great filter and we won't either. Yeah. Either way, it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, what seems more likely and, what is even more terrifying in a way is not uh, not necessarily a great filter, but there's a, in that sense, there's an even bigger filter, which is just since everything is expanding, everything is moving farther and farther away. Mm -hmm. So there is going to be a time and short-term, like, cosmic future, so millions of years from now, where it, like, humans will look out and they'll just see nothing. Yeah. Because everything has moved so far away that no light is going to see. So theoretically... The universe could be teeming with life, but because of how big it is and how far away everything is, and the technology is still really rudimentary, at least what we have here, mm. uh, that it could all just be pushed right outside the bounds. Yeah, I think everybody expects alien technology to be a super advanced and like, but in re like to be realistic, it could be either equal equally as like advanced as our own or you know super primitive. Like, there's no like it's not just because you know they're not from our planet doesn't mean that they're more intelligent than us. I mean, they could be, but like, who knows? And, you know, I also read somewhere or I did a study, like chances are like if aliens do have technology to, to figure out that we're out here, like they would have seen us right now. Cause the earth, like as a planet, we make a lot of noise yeah. and like, that's easily picked up on them. Like, like I forget what I saw. Cause like, I think they were trying to find signals out, out in space, but like compared to other things, we are super loud and easily detectable. It's so like if they wanted to find us, they easily could. But like what you said, the universe is so far apart; like everything's so far apart from each other. And I think that um, I think that goes um, into kind of a fear of humanity. Is like, what if there is this great um, spacefaring civilization, and they are aware of us, but yeah. they don't care enough because we're not worth it. Yeah, there's so many people who fall under the opinion of even if we found form of alien life we shouldn't try and contact it just because it could be dangerous to us mm -hmm. in some some sort of way i don't necessarily agree with that um because you know uh, i always think about it this way you know you walk outside you're putting yourself at risk of dying yeah you know just living mm -hmm. to exist there must be death right yeah. so you have to come at peace with that and i feel like just the advancements and the revolutions that would come from interacting with people it's like from why, another world, yeah, literally. Why wouldn't you want to risk it? I mean, you're talking about, like, somebody who's... You know, the greatest scientific discovery. Yeah, of all time. Yeah. Like, why would you not want to do that? That's why, like, like, you know, there's a lot of conspiracies on whether or not, like, the governments are hiding the existence of aliens from us. It's like, why would you want to keep that hidden from us? Like, you're talking about, like, a major, a massive discovery. I mean, we'll get into that later, like you know, conspiracies with all that and stuff. But it's just, like, I want to, like, personally, like, you know, when they everybody wanted to raid um, Area 51, I was like, that's a great idea. Somebody will find out. But, like, obviously they all would have gotten shot and killed. Yeah. But, like, you know, the chance that there's something in there that they're hiding from us is just, it's very interesting to me. 
Yeah, I think I think my my thing. Maybe this is just coming from me because I'm kind of like conscious about that. I um, <clears throat> let's say we encounter a civilization that has intelligent life like us, or more intelligent, and you know they're beyond. Sure, interact all you want because at the worst we're putting ourselves at risk. But like, what I'm more afraid of is um, we are kind of naturally prone to see the the benefit for ourselves over the consequence to other things and so like let's say we find a, a planet that's teeming with life but there's no intelligent life um you know that the powers that be will definitely see it for its financial and mm-hmm. it's, it's it, they'll see it for its value to us rather yeah. than the value in and of itself and it's right. like you really want to go and just start tromping around on the planet the only other planet that we know of well theoretically this is what i hope at least I hope that we'll advance to the point where, uh, not necessarily utopian, but it's a more enlightened state where it's like people begin to realize theoretically, as like technology gets more advanced and people get smarter and smarter, they could like step out of themselves more often because mm-hmm. that's that's a difficult skill to do is to be like, okay, what's the benefit of this? Not for me. Uh, and hopefully, by the time we discover something like aliens, we'll be able to step out of ourselves and be like okay this is worth not interacting with it and just observing it maybe i mean there's so many different theories that aliens do know we're here and they're just observing us basically to see what happens because well, not only that i mean look at earth this is a, i mean we're a shit show over here like god maybe they don't want to come to us because they know what's going on down here it's like you know god forbid they want to come say hello you know our first our first instinct is Get the guns, you know. Yeah, there's a little island off the coast of India that's been untouched. Oh yeah, a tribe lives there. They shoot people. Go, yep, they'll throw like spears and they'll uh, shoot arrows at your helicopters. And even though the Indian government could have just went in and obliterated mm-hmm. literally with guns, uh, they haven't yet because why why, yeah, why not? there's no point to it exactly they, there's no game to have there yeah so like right now it's like well what are the aliens like if say like intelligent life's out there what, what do they have to gain from coming down here besides like you know i was taking advantage of them or you know whatever they have more to gain i would say by uh by observing mm-hmm. than by intervening yeah. Yeah. because if you're at that point where you're already developed interplanar travel um well that's and interstellar travel too uh, you don't need too many resources because, yeah. like, we have so many planets nearby us that are teeming with resources like iron and all this stuff, all these good things for um, just crafting and the process of making things mm-hmm. and water and stuff like that, too, ice. Um, and, you know, why would you fuck with the one that has other life on it whenever you could have literally anything else nearby. Well, and then, then it makes you think of, like, the UFO settings. Like, they're never long. You know, they're never, like, there's never touched down or anything like that. Like, some you know, of them do. Some of them do, but, like, for the most part, you never interact with what's inside of it. It's just, it seems like that's what they're doing. If, if you know, the UFO settings are legit, they're just observing because, like, they have no gain from interacting with us. They'd rather just, for all we know, they could be just, like, you know, probes that they send out to just look at us. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, some of the UFO sightings, I don't know how have how much credibility, credibility, but like, you know, there are ones out there that really make you consider what could that be, you know? And I think like, you're right. I think, you know, they're just watching us. And I don't know if that scares me more than them being, you know, like deadly or whatever. But uh, it's interesting to think that somebody out there could be watching us. Yeah, I mean, and it's not like it's out of public conscious too. One of the bigger foundations called uh, reach for the stars and it's actually run by the guy who sang in blink 182 oh really believe it or not he was like he after his music career he actually writes books now too it's, it's super interesting what he does but he founded a foundation that's literally all about the search for extraterrestrial life so it's definitely in public consciousness it's not just you know secret government lab somewhere doing mm-hmm. these things um and i think that speaks a lot for the credibility of it where you know, the fact that you can be like, it's fundamentally impossible for this not to be the case, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this goes back to what I said earlier. If there's infinite chances for something to happen, every chance will happen. So what I hear lies that 
life is just so complex and everything went exactly right on Earth that it could not exist anywhere else. That doesn't make sense. What's the pro- yeah, the probability of that is too small. Yeah, well, I mean, still the probability if you you're running something infinite times, you're gonna get you're gonna get life infinite times theoretically mm-hmm. then because it's gonna keep going on and on. It's it's a simple train of thought to be like if something can infinitely happen, then every iteration every of that iteration. thing. Will Absolutely. Yeah. And also, I think another big problem with us is that we always search for life as we know it, not life as any, like as it, any other uh, anything else it could be. We look for the little green men. Yeah. Well, least. yeah, and and I think also like we only categorize life in specific terms, and like that's something I I don't know if it's a human thing or, uh, you know, if it's something kind of universal, but like. We are obsessed with categorization and, and labels, and all every biological process has a name, and it's broken down into three easy steps. But that's really not how life works. Like a cell doesn't stop at mitosis. Like it doesn't stop at anaphase and then you know move on to telophase. It's yeah. a, it's a it's a it's a process. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like it's not one two three. And I think in it's that really regard, we are like, well, this is what life means, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And this is our definition Water, of life. Carbon. Or yeah. like, or like, you know, they must reproduce and they must do this and they must do this. And that's why like people argue about viruses. Like, are they alive? Because they do reproduce and sometimes they exhibit a lot of life-like features, but they don't cl- check all the boxes, so they're not therefore considered living by this definition. Mm-hmm. I think that that's something that we're going to have to kind of broaden our horizons on if we really want to start finding life in the universe. It just sucks, too, because, like, I feel like a lot of, like, these organizations that are seeking out to find life, it's just they're underfunded. Like, we don't have, like, it doesn't seem like besides, like, secret work, like, that we don't have a lot of... Uh, if, you, if you want me to rant, we can talk about NASA's budget, but that's... that's <laughs> I know NASA's there. budget's a joke, but that's what I mean. It's like, we're not funding programs who you know, find these things. And it's like, well, why not? Like, why shouldn't we? I mean, God, we, we only have such a limited time on Earth. Can, can I get a quick soapbox in here? Go if for it. my co-host sure. will allow it on my episode. Sure. Soapbox, go. For me? Okay, I'm stepping on the soapbox right now. Let me tell you, it's so dumb to not fund NASA, and I understand why people will say against it, because it's like, we have more problems on Earth that we have to deal with. But that's very narrow-sighted, because almost all of NASA's technology gives us mm-hmm. new technology down the line. Like, we have airplanes now, we have cell phones, we have all this stuff that makes our modern lives so much easier than it ever would have been. You know what they're saying? 3D printing is going to be the next big thing because if we go to Mars, we can't 3D. keep supplying, so we need to be able to recycle. So if we go to Mars, then 3D printing, theoretically, in a short time from now, five years from now, everything in our homes could be 3D, 3D printed, printed yeah. and recycled at will. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Think about it. It would be we're not throwing away things anymore. Yeah. Anytime you can just make a new thing out of it. Yeah. yeah. It would so, solve the problem yeah. of waste. Yeah. So if we fund these scientific organizations, not even necessarily just research, but technology I think is the most beneficial. Research is important too. But if you can produce new technologies, then those new technologies – inevitably will be used to benefit everyone as a whole. Yeah. And it's like, two people don't realize, like, you know, we're kind of killing our planet. We're not going to be able to live here forever, you know? Yeah. So, unfortunately, we need another option. And by undercutting these uh, programs like NASA and such, we're kind of killing our ability to... Uh, I mean, we have private, like, you know, like Elon Musk yes, and his companies sense. and stuff. Like, you know, they're trying to uh, clear the path to, uh, you know, pl- like living on Mars and stuff. But it's like... Imagine having an organization like 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 them who's dedicated to the science and dedicated to the research, heavily funded by like, you know, the US yeah. government. Yeah. But like I guess we just don't think that that's a priority because we don't care. I think it also comes uh with like the fact that we are short-sighted like as a species. We just see what the problem is right now and we don't tend to think ahead of ourselves. Right. Um and I but that's something I wish I mean if we had the I always say you told me about this the overview effect. Yeah. <clears throat> and then always it's my dream now for someone to develop like Elon Musk how he wanted to do SpaceX where he's just like you take a trip up, you come back down. I want to pop all the world leaders on a, a rocket, pop them up, bring them back down, they all go back because the overview effect which you can explain yeah, changes just... people and and I think 
to be to go to the next level of like a spacefaring civilization to interact with alien life, whatever you know you want to do, you have to have the mindset of working together as a planet rather than as a collection of people mm-hmm. in a specific yeah. area on but a planet. Before you get on the overview effect, I just want to add on to what Ty said. I think another problem that humans tend to have is how is this going to benefit me right now? And I think especially with like you know governments not being able to fund these programs is like how is throwing a bunch of money into NASA going to benefit me right now? It's like they don't have – like, you know, they're short-sighted. They don't see like, yeah, it's not going to benefit me right now, but 10 years from now, we, we could potentially be uh, living on Mars. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's that whole short-sighted problem of we're not looking – we're not looking 50,000 meters in front of the plane, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, what the overview effect is, for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically whenever you go up into space and you see the Earth from above, you have this mind-altering realization that – it's very fragile and everything isn't like divided up into borders and lines and walls and stuff like that. Cause you, you can't see any of that. All you see is the earth spinning helplessly in this vast void of nothingness. And because of that, so many people come back and they're like, become activists for a better earth Mm -hmm. because they want to protect it. Now that's their only home. Carl Sagan has a, um, the saying like the pale blue dot where you look at a, a picture of all the stars and then you see a, a pale blue dot and that's that's where you live and then but we can't conceive of that because we look at that and we go well no i know the classroom we're sitting in right now that's not that's not me it's a life, i'm not in a void yeah. it's a life-changing experience and yeah to be and, and i i've i've sometimes felt I'll, i'm i'm never going to be able to achieve that effect because i'm never going to go to space let's be honest really but, like if the technology comes out Within our lifetime, you don't you're not going to go to space. I mean, sure, but I don't think I, I honestly I, I would go in debt to go to space. I honestly, I, I honestly don't think it's going to happen. I think we are very like optimistic, right? Of that, we're always optimistic. Our, I don't. I just don't think that that's where humanity's priorities are right now. Should they be? I don't know. But I'm just saying, people wanted flying cars in 1950. They thought by the 2000 we'd be. Uh, flying cars and and living on Mars, and here we are in 2020. Nowhere near that. Our planet's on fire. Um, <laughs> so, but but you know, you you take a flight and you look down, and you you start to see all these little people living their little lives, and you see the the houses and the buildings and the and the farmland, and that gives you a small feeling of like, wow, wait. There's a lot, and everyone is an individual living their own little life, and you know it, I, it separates you from yourself. But I mean, imagine right. everybody having that ability to go and experience that. Like, you know, yeah, we're optimistic, but realistically, it's a possibility. To, to get everyone on the same page would be wonderful. Because yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a life-changing experience. I mean, you go up. And, there, I'm sure there's people too that you would send them up, and they they would be care. like, "Fine, yeah. what?" But I think it's most cool. people would be like, "Wow, like." But it, but something like that, just to see how fragile we are in the universe and how we aren't significant, we're actually incredibly insignificant. Yeah. I feel like it would make things like war, you know, hunger, all the issues that are going not small, but it just seems like the things that we fight about on the on the planet just seem so small. It would minimize. It would be like, wow, like this is this is where we live. Why is it got to be such an issue that we're all living? We can't live here mm-hmm. in like peace and harmony. It's frustrating too because uh, people evolve through technology they evolve through tools that's that's our new way of progressing now and to just see people be like well i don't care if we do that it's frustrating because it's like my guy this is going to help the next step yeah this is not only going to help you it's going to help your kids and their kids and their kids and it's going to keep going we as generations going on uh have an significant amount a significant weight to pass on the next generation give them something better and to see it just not dragged in the mud because there's still a lot of people that want it, but to see it not like put on the back burner for now, yeah, it's it's a bit frustrating. It is. Yeah. Remember how this was about aliens? Yeah, yeah I was going to say let's um, rebound. Well, let's, let's rename it. Something. But 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 coming but coming from a position of of, of talking about aliens as we were, um, I think wrapping all this back up, maybe that's why we don't see an interaction with them because. To be at that level of space travel and interaction, 
you have to have that overview effect kind of perspective of the universe. Right. And we're not significant to them because they understand their own insignificance. Well, we also right. don't think too, like maybe alien tech, like aliens, like say they have their own planet, but they're all united as a whole. Imagine if all the smartest leader, the smartest people in every country could come together and, you know, as a planet, we could develop technology to better ourselves. Absolutely. How much more, how much we would, we would advance, you know, uh, significantly but we can't do that and we're limited by the division within our planet that whole idea adds uh, a lot of credence to the idea of like saucers flying overhead and serving because you would think if that's the case it'll be very possible that they do come and they see the planet and then they're like oh they're not ready they're not ready yeah, for it for like because you, you got to think if you're that advanced say you're traveling from planet to planet you would know like okay, this is what they need to be prepared. Like there's a level yeah. at which a civilization is prepared for us to introduce ourselves and there's a level that they need to develop to before they find us. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's the threshold. Maybe it's not like an extinction event. Maybe it's just, just we're not purposefully yeah. maybe, and Maybe that's why we just see uh, UFOs here and there because it's like they're just swinging in to see uh, our progress, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they can see that I mean, as a... As a a world we're not it's it's possible too you know you i mean if you have the, the technology to travel billions of light years or however it may be like it i it wouldn't be insane to think too that there's technology to kind of cryo preserve you for a couple of years and it's the same aliens checking in every hundred years yeah. how's kind humanity of, development i feel kind of bad because it feels like it's a waste of their time <laughs> hey eventually one day and maybe maybe you know if you think about it like that maybe you know say they came when we were primitive like and maybe they did touch down and we just don't know and maybe like you know cave drawing stuff like that mm -hmm. things we can't explain or that because at the time there was unification because you know we weren't advanced enough to experience division we weren't spread out enough either and then you know they maybe that maybe some of the cave drawings we see and that kind of stuff they are from that you know they are from extraterrestrial terrestrial visitors but like now they've come back like well shit what happened what happened you know and and it might be just one of those things where it's like once you go out once you make that leap and you and you start exploring the galaxy and the stars you find them and they've done that like I, i'm sure whatever whatever species of peoples you know we're interacting with if these ufos are real I'm sure they're not the only ones. I, I think that the great filter, in a way, is just a level of technology. And once you get beyond it, everyone else who has is sitting there waiting for you. Right. I, I think once you find one, you find the one mm. that they found, and you found the one that they found, and everyone knows everyone. Yeah. And it's just a matter of they're waiting for you to get there. Yeah. It also could be too like they want to when they want to be found, they'll be found. Well, imagine. It's also good. It's not crazy to assume that. Every every other form of life that's past that threshold is on the same level of technology too. Because theoretically, if they're talking, they're also working together. Mm -hmm. So maybe one day we'll get to a point where we're just so technologically advanced that it literally shoots up like a straight line. Which is how because we're talking to all these different races, all these different species, and they're giving us their technology, and like we don't. We know a ton of shit that we still don't know, like dark matter and yeah. black holes. Yeah, it's like maybe, oh, maybe they have that shit figured out. We know that's there, but we don't know about it. Theoretically, there's someone out there who does. And, and I wonder if when you hit that threshold, they're just like, oh, by the way, here's all the answers to yeah. the universe that you've been waiting for. Dumping it on, it's yeah. like here's immortality, here's all this. Just stuff. sort through it at your own. Yeah, at your own pace. Their planets don't obey the same laws of physics as our, ours do. You know, it's <laughs> safe to say, like maybe. Maybe somewhere they're out there through a wormhole, and maybe through that wormhole, like their idea ideas of physics and you know just the way things work aren't like ours. I mean, there's there's been episodes of like Star Trek and stuff that kind of hypothesize like what would a what would a, a life form that is based in um, silicon silicone yeah or silicon work uh, you know and because it has the same proper it has very similar properties to carbon, so it's not like completely out there, but it's one of those things where it's like expand your horizons on what you consider life and what you consider technology and like a, a normal yeah well, there's so much we don't know too like we don't know what happens when you go through a wormhole yeah we have no idea we have no idea what happens when you go into i mean we theoretically have an idea of what happens when you go into black hole but nobody has any proof because guess what nobody's been in a fucking black hole yet but i think we just have I so think much you get yeeted the shit i think yeah. you just torn apart 
But that's just me. So oh, you do. Long <laughs> but, you know, that it's all theoretical. So, so we're going to take a real quick break. And when we get back, we're going to share some stories from the internet. Uh, nope, from our fans. It's totally we from have our no fans. fans. We have no we fans. We have Ty's mom. Ty is supposed to be pretend. My mom, my mom hasn't been abducted. So we're, we're Gucci. We can change that. that. <laughs> we're not going to abduct your mom. Join us when we get back. We're going to talk about some fun conspiracy alien theories and, uh, you know, have a good time. So enjoy um, this quick break. Welcome. We got the extended art. Brooke. Okay, well, you're a piece of shit. Are you shit. talking about magic right yeah. Really? You had to wait until we I start... No, you can keep it quick. I can't believe you got... You're so lucky. Alright, welcome Not back. only do you have the standard art, but you also have Mac. Okay, well, welcome back to our podcast. I we do. Just... I do. I'm very lucky in that regard. You're welcome. Oh, he set you up. That was a good one. So, aliens. Aliens. Um, welcome. Are... Welcome back. So now we're gonna talk about aliens, I guess. That was we didn't a good talk about break. how long of a break that. Okay, thank you. Oh yeah, it was a really long break. Really long break. We played some magic. Yeah, got friends got his magic cards. I in did his get hands. abducted. That was fair, Broke. but not by aliens, by a child predator. So it's a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you think would be more fun? It depends on what you're looking for. I like how the first few episodes of our podcast gave the impression that we were like intellectuals having an intellectual conversation. No, 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 never bullshit. The bullshit. No, we were always the goofy gang. And now, now no, we're, we're here. We're goobers. And style. our ratings have dropped. <laughs> we have an 11 hey, estimated followers. <laughs> hey, and I, I think uh, one of them is me because I listen to this on Spotify. I think we just need to market our, our social media more. Your friends are starting to follow more and more, I've noticed. I think they do that out of kindness. Or pity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'd be too embarrassed. They're like, this kid has no life. I should follow it. Yeah. I try to give you a lifetime, and then you go, no, fuck you. I'm going to choke on mold. You know, one of us just needs to get on like a popular TV show for doing something crazy. Maybe we should make a viral video, get on Ellen, plug our podcast. Ellen? Yeah. None of this is... None that of... hag? <laughs> is she so popular why do you guys speaking keep... about aliens and the reptile the reptile race living among us <laughs> ellen she should be dead by now right she was old to begin with and now she's just fucking sitting in that chair on her talk show pushing the reptile agenda <laughs> I've never heard of her being a reptile. Is there a list of celebrities that are reptiles? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure. Mark Zuckerberg is absolutely yeah, their he, leader. He's, I don't know about her. None of this is relevant. He's absolutely. No, we're talking about aliens invading. Yeah, like the reptile race. Come on, Ty, get with it. This podcast is about aliens. I don't know if we told you that, oh. buddy, coming into this. All right, so let's talk about, um. I'm going to have to edit so much. No, shit no, 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 come no, on. no. All right, hey, so let's talk about Ty's a, mom. Tell Ty you love the podcast next time yeah. you see him. Just the way it is. So let's talk about being abducted. Do you think it's uh, possible that people's stories are, are true? Or is it all just poopy? I'm in a weird position Comedy because I provi- I, I'm skeptical, but I also lend validity to people who experience paranormal things because I do believe that there are things that I just can't explain yet. But well, also do you wanna- sometimes... In alien specific instances, I think people are full of shit, so I, I really don't know. Well, how about we read some and then we determine whether they're full of shit or uh, there's some validity to it? Friend, how do you feel about that before we do that? Cool, yeah. I'm here too now. I know you don't want Well, me maybe if here. you showed up more often. Eh? <laughs> anyway, so no, I, it's hard to... to say. It's You can't be like, oh, I believe in ghosts, but like. I won't believe in aliens. That's a bridge too that's, far. Yeah, I, that's a crazy thing to think. Ghost? But I will admit, uh, most alien abduction stories uh, read like bullshit, like bad science fiction. Like, I, I was wheeled up in this long, thin corridor, and then these these people that were slightly off-looking, but they looked perfect, came up to me in these like blue felt. And it's like, okay, guy, stop hamming up the story. Yeah. Uh, at least whenever someone talks about a ghost, they're like, "Oh, I just shit my pants." Yeah, it's something like the something fell over. That's a lot more yeah. mundane than well, I was abducted and met the the perfect human race above. And they the told, stars. and they're like, and they chose me. And it's like, really, yeah. they chose, they chose you? you. 
Well, like, I also, buddy, that's, you sure? That's kind of why I, I like to be. I'm more interested in like the UFO sightings rather than alien abductions because I feel like those have a little more validity because it's like shit. I saw something in the sky. It didn't look anything that I'm used to. You know, and the it, name itself doesn't necessarily always indicate in aliens. It's an alien. unidentified it's an, object. It's yeah, an object that was flying that yeah. we don't know what it is. But like we've seen like lots of like pictures and shit that like that doesn't make any sense. Like. What's, what are the one then the lights, like the, the five lights that were in the sky or whatever? Yeah. None of those videos are ever to the quality of our Dude, it's like somebody went period. out and got their fucking MacBook out, got the front-facing camera going. Like, it's like, like, look at the aliens. It's 2020. Uh, the, the digital quality of the material that you see for, like, UFO sightings, if somebody saw an alien tomorrow and decided to record it, somehow through the magic of just UFO sightings, it will be at the quality of, like, a 2002 yeah. flip phone. I love it. I love the idea of someone seeing like a flying saucer and then they're like, well, let me go up into the attic and grab grandma's. Yeah, yeah. And they put the gunpowder in and they put the little shroud over the head and they're like, gotta crank it up first. Hopefully these guys don't leave. Like, let me get my let me get my Nintendo DS so I can take a quick yeah, snapshot. Yeah, yeah. I might believe one of those pictures if they're not a couple pixels, you know? Like you just see a blob in the sky and you're like, wow, that could be a, a star. Yeah. Yeah, it could be literally anything. It could be dust that just hit the lens. Yeah, just like mold could be dust. <laughs> okay, we don't need to talk about that. I don't wanna, we don't have to get into uh, that. But okay, um, let's, let's, let's listen to some abduction <laughs> stories we got here. Okay, go right ahead. Okay, um, here we go. So this guy, uh, Kim Carlsberg, a noted commercial photographer, was a few days into working on the set of the hit television show Dallas when she went home and saw her first UFO, which she dubbed the Moon Over Malibu. A few weeks later, Kalsberg went to bed and woke up in a spacecraft, which would be the first of her series of abductions, events that had continued for seven years. During abductions, she claims to have been the subject of experimentation and impregnated to create hybrids of aliens and humans. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> she, says she, she says she has learned profound spiritual lessons, having been shown the oneness of the universe and all of its species, and she reports a resounding mission among extraterrestrials that it's time to save Mother Earth from, from it, her inhabitants. Um, impregnate. I like that impregnating part. That's that's a good... Oh, here she I is. I thought she, it was interesting. got an audition. Do, do you want me to play the audio from her? Um, No, I don't know if we can Legally. do that. Mm, um, yeah. But, like, okay. So there was, like, a bit of, I would say, the overview effect in there. Right, the oneness of the, the universe, oneness of the universe, and everything like that. Why, uh, why does everybody it, assume that? that it, it reeked of bullshit. Though, it did the reek beginning, of bullshit. Whenever I was like, "Oh, by the way, this person works for a hit TV show, Dallas. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Yeah, Maybe yeah, you yeah. want to go check it out after you yeah. read this story. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in a little bit. That's anytime they're like, "Oh, by the way, this person was working on this show that yeah. we're trying to push, the hit TV show." Yeah, come on. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. It's like alien abductions sponsored by Yeah, Dallas. <laughs> sponsored by Dallas. The UFO comes down and on the side it's just, <laughs> just got Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> See, I just I hate how everybody assumes that aliens like they have all the knowledge of the universe and that's what they always decide to show you. It's like, I mean imagine okay, let's say we get in, up into space, right? And we're like, ooh, cool planet full of life. Let's go down nab one. Maybe we're a, not going to be, like, super smart. Maybe it's a we're going to be, like, Jerry, yeah. who just is the spaceship manager dude. Fucking Joe Schmo. And, yeah, like, we're not gonna, we don't know shit. Maybe, yeah, maybe, like, let's just fuck with these humans and make them think that we're teaching I'm guessing, I that. I, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not, like, an alien scientist, but I'm guessing whoever's on probe duty is not the top brass of the alien UFO shit. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk so, about Yeah, go probe the fucking humans Like, again. if you're interacting with the probe guy, he's not the one who knows everything. I think, uh, kind of... I think, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson might be a sociopath. Because uh, he made a point before about why, if aliens truly came down here, that we would all be dead. And he was like, because if you pass a, a, a worm on the street, what do you do? You just don't pass the worm by. You don't think about what the worm's doing. You step on the worm. And I it's don't like, step what? on the worm. What the hell's wrong with you, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> Neil's just like cramming yeah. every 
<laughs> How do you walk down the street? <laughs> yeah, he's like, Neil's always late to every interview because yeah. he has to kill all the, the worms, worms on the way. Says, God forbid it fucking, it fucking rains. He's out there yeah. for like three hours. <laughs> he's probably doing it for other people that bullied him in school, you know? Yeah. But no, but yeah. But uh, it's one of those things though. Like if you if you were to step on the worm, would you be sad about it? Yeah. But, like, would you be devastated? No. Well, I wouldn't be devastated. You're going to forget about it and you're going to move on. If you step on an ant. All right. Whoops. Stepped on an ant. And you keep moving. I think that's what he meant, but he said it in a weird way. Well, he way. does not know how to communicate anything at all. Like, whatever. <laughs> His whole job is communicating astrophysics to the masses. Listen, I'm just saying, man, those people typically in those positions don't have the best social skills. That's true. And he proved it with uh, a certain... Uh, disaster that happened recently. I forget which one it was, but basically a bunch of people died. Uh, I think there's a shooting and it was like, he was like, well, you guys shouldn't be sad because people die every day. And I was like, Neil. 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 He's like, did you know that people died in car crashes today though? And I was like, okay, Neil, Neil. go back to the aliens. Neil, Neil, go back in your hole. Look up in the sky. Yeah, Neil. Neil, please. Uh, Neil, take your pills. But, uh, (laughs) Any other, another one? Yeah, yeah. All right, so this is a U.S. military sergeant whose name is protected behind the moniker Sergeant C.J. was traveling from Georgia to Kentucky with his family, and he woke up one night in a motel bathroom, running an uninterrupted string of squares and lines that ran for 27 rows. Startled, startled the line he was in the midst of writing trailed off, and it ended with WTF. From that point on, Sergeant C.J. had vivid dreams of aliens telepathically communicating warnings to him. When he recounts his story, he's clear that the extraterrestrials who contacted him were not threatening, but rather trying to help prevent both humans and the help preserve both humans and planet Earth. And they wanted him to convey a message. He explains that they are concerned about humans sabotaging their own planet. One such concern regards the practice of sending satellites into space. Sergeant CJ conveyed that the outside minds now need to come in and help solve the problems we create ourselves, providing us with advanced technologies, among other solutions. Wow. So it's like telepathically communicating him with to try and convey a message. Why do aliens care so much about Earth, though? Yeah, it's it's like there there was a very big, heavy-handed political statement, and that's the thing with these cases is because all of them are so publicly out there. Any time where it's like again, like a, a hit TV show, Dallas, or we just really need to stop destroying each other, guys. Like, could you imagine if aliens came down and they were like? Someone goes and like, oh yeah, by the way, the aliens abducted me and they were they were like Greta's right guys. Like you wouldn't be like, okay, yeah, I believe you. There is um uh, you're just trying to push something. There's a documentary on Netflix about this guy who was really heavily involved in alien stuff, and it's like it's pretty I don't remember what it was, and I never finished it, but it was pretty legit. And I think I'm gonna check it out some more, but like I wanna I wanna find stories that like I can genuinely believe, like, yeah, this is legit. But, like, half the time, it's hooky bullshit. Like, how am I supposed to fucking believe this? Like, you're out in the middle of the woods one night, and a spaceship comes out through the forest line, and they pick you up for no reason? Yeah. It's like, say aliens are observing, you know? Pick me up. And they're watching. Why would they pick up some rinky-dink-ass fucking redneck, you know? Like, you'd think they'd pick more sophisticated humans. Or or it might be just a a matter of, like, we need to pick up inconsequential people. What if they have picked up? Uh, the best and brightest minds, and, and that's and we just don't see them because they yeah. took them early. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's also like I, the not perfect. not to curtail into like time travelers, but like let's say you have the ability to to travel the space. Who knows? This could be humans in the future. Yeah. Looking back at, at past humans or something, I'm not idea. sure. And but like I, I remember hearing about this whole theory, but like it, it would make sense that they would have knowledge of the people who are important to the future like we can't touch these people because a certain trail of events must occur for this person to do this to blah 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 blah. right it might just be that like joe schmo who's out in the woods at night we know for a fact is inconsequential to the specific timeline that we are trying to ensure happens but then it's like well then why what's the point of picking them up and feeding them with shit like this if they know they're just gonna be recounted as like crazy people like yeah if they okay if say if humans time travel exists in the future and we don't know that yet because we haven't gotten to that point and all the alien settings we see are actually us, and that's why they haven't interacted with us, because, you know, laws of time travel state, 
you can't fuck with the past. But you know, who 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 knows what the base time travel off of because we have no legit like we we don't know how it's all happened. made up. We're it's all, all just, made up. We're all just running. It's all made up. But um, say that's the case, then why pick up Joe if you, if you're trying to prevent you know say the fucking Earth blows up or whatever like if you're trying to prevent that why would you pick up fucking Joe Schmo the hillbilly and fill him with this nonsense and not somebody and not someone influential yeah, yeah. So um like, this one I, have you guys ever heard of the um Barney and Betty Hill it's one of the most famous um encounters with UFO that was like recorded the is this the one where they were driving down the street I think so yeah. they were um they were an interracial couple in the 1960s oh which is pretty uncommon Ballsy. for the time. Good for them. Good for them. I know. They're really cute, too. And they have their dog named Delsey in this picture. <laughs> um, but I remember I, reading about it a while ago, and like when I was like 12. And I saw the picture that like they had a police artist sketch up of like the little gray men. And that shook me to my core. But they, um, <laughs> they supposedly like saw – I think they were on a vacation in Niagara Falls. Yeah. And they were – on their way back, they stopped to look at the stars through, like, binoculars, and then they saw, like, a, a spacecraft coming down, and they were like, we need to run because they're going to get us. And then they lost – they, like, kept losing time. Would you run? Yeah. yeah. If something big and glowy came out of the sky, I'm good, man. I've you got plans. What, that? what if aliens came down and they were like, hey, Ty, we can abduct you right now. Would you do it? What does that mean? What does it entail? What's an abduction? You don't know. Do I come exactly? Then no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> you guys, uh, see you later. I I will forward you to Trenton. He has <laughs> been willing. Yeah, take me up there. Beam me you, up, guys. And when you come back, like diced up into a, a, a hey, they can stick of a human. whatever they want on my butt, and just as long as I'm in space, baby, I don't care. Have you guys heard of uh, like the real Men in Black? No. Um, I forget where I saw, it, but there's an interesting story of these. Two guys who came in after a UFO sighting. I forget where it was. I think it was one of the more famous ones. Um, and they walked in, and it was just two like uh, these two men. They looked the same, and like they were wearing black. And I forget what they did, but like supposedly the men in black are like a real thing. That's weird to cover up aliens. That I actually I could uh, see that. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Well, I could see that because most. Uh, most people making these claims are a little bit of rebel rousers, let's be honest. There are people who are looking to stir the pot a bit, and sometimes government just has to be like, hey, shut that Stop shit it. down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it says and that they're quasi-government um, uh, agents who harass or threaten UFO witnesses to keep them quiet about what they've seen. I think to a certain extent, it that is believable because information is power. Yeah. And if you have information that you can keep out of the public domain then you have some power over the public well it's like people who work in area 51 like you're not just saying and if you do you're dead they'll kill you allegedly allegedly but i think they care more about people like edward snowden yeah because the the best thing for the government about these uh these alien types is that everyone assumes they're lunatics yeah. Except for a small subsect, so they can just be like, well, we don't have to fuck with these guys. But something like Edward Snowden, where they're like, okay, this guy actually, like... They've seen shit. Yeah. We yeah. need to put him down. And, and and I think, to a certain extent, maybe it's... Maybe they let those people run around saying things on purpose, because if everyone is believing shit and looking around, you know... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if, if you have all these people making it seem like nonsense, then you don't have to cover it up on your own. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen this photo? I Okay, so if you guys, um, for those of you listening at home, um, the Solway Firth Spaceman photo, which you've seen it. Everyone has definitely right, seen this yeah. at some point. It's a little girl. She's holding a, like a, some flowers, and she's in a flower dress, and behind her is like this alien dude. He's like an astronaut. He's oh, in white, and, he has a, and he has a, he's a spaceman. Pretty sure that's that guy's wife. I've never bought that ever. I don't think I have either. But it, it does. I have always seen that as like. It's the guy's wife behind yeah? the kid, standing behind the kid. Yeah, I, I I've never bought that picture. Uh, I've also never bought the illustrations um, from the Renaissance of like a giant wheel. Yeah. yeah, like a chariot. Yeah, and they're like, it's clearly a UFO. It's like, no, I think this person was just imagining a giant wheel. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think they People just... will do that from time to time. They're pretty imaginative. Yeah. I, I like the idea. 
Renaissance. I don't, I don't know. know how to spell it. I like the idea that Try. people like back in the Renaissance were just so dumb shit that they saw aliens come down. They're like, "What the big wheel from the sky is yeah, coming yeah. down?" Yeah, like give them like, some fucking credit, yeah. man. Trying to find the one that I know. Like I evolution did not kick in so fast past the Renaissance, right? It's like here, are, here are ones that I think I've seen. I've seen. Uh, Oh, f- that's fucking... Okay, is so there's the another one with like... It's got a it's head a on its asshole. It's pretty much a demon. It is a demon. That's not a... That's, and that's people are claiming alien. that it's an alien. No, that's a demon. As if the the theocratic uh, religion government system of the Renaissance... Uh, Baptism, Baptism of Christ, 1710. Okay, see, that one, I kind of see why people get mad about that. But that also looks just like a big light coming down from the sky. Yeah, it yeah. could be. I mean, it's a baptism of of it Christ. Looks like so a god, like, ray. god, god ray. Yeah. yeah. Is that an actual term, god ray? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's what I've always. This okay. is the Peruvian hill carving, sixth century. The local inhabitants must have figured that. See, but like that doesn't look like like that doesn't spell out alien to me. It just looks. Like it a just looks man. like a drawing. Well, yeah. yeah, and and people always go, but how could they see it? Well. Math existed, dude. Like, I mean, look at the ancient Mayans, the ancient Aztecs. That these people were creating complex systems. That's another thing I saw in ancient aliens. If you look at like the Aztec ruins, they're like they're laying it out in the shape of a circuit. It's a battery, and I'm like, or they're just using right angles. No, I like, yeah. will say the the um, the Egyptians. I'm a little more. Pl- I'm a little more plausible about the Egyptians with the aliens because of like the way that they align, align with the stars and that kind well, of. Well, also, but I. Again, consider this when you're in when you have nothing to do but look at the sky and hope that it gives you answers to what you have. Yeah, I mean they literally believe that the sky gave them the truth. Yeah, but then again, people also think also too, like the, 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 the way the period pyramids are built was like, how could have they done that by themselves? Uh, lots of slaves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The answer is just force people to do it. Yeah, no, they were actually well respected. They weren't yeah. slaves at all. They were very hard workers, and they're actually buried next to the pyramids. That's actually really See, cool. I yeah. don't get this one either. They ate meat, which is like mind-blowing back then. I don't get this one either. It's a glorification of Eucharist. 1600 God and Jesus are using some sort of Sputnik device to relay. So it's um, it's God and Jesus touching a, a big ball, and there's... What, antennae? Two antennae. And See, what is that thing in between? There's a dove. dove? Maybe a dove? That's what it looks like. Well, back you... in the day, we taped our doves to our antennae to get better reception. Yeah. See, here's an interesting one, I guess. Like, it's all up to interpretation, really. What you want to? All of them. I don't buy it. All I, of them I, are just depictions. Here's of, the one I've seen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People are fucking. And that's the one that in writing was described as um, a wheel. Ah, oh, it makes me so mad. People are imaginative. So this is the one that. And they're like, like aliens. Yeah, this on. is the one that a lot of people think tend to be UFOs. It's the, this Renaissance paint, painting of the Madonna. Like Madonna with Saint Giovanni. Yeah, 15th century. I mean. It, I mean, well, like, but then the question begs, like, okay, what else could that be? I think people are creative. But, like, that creative back in the day? Yeah. yeah. Again, I think we are less creative today than people who have uh, absolutely nothing to do all day. I don't it even that. has rays coming out of it. Yeah. It looks like it, like, exploded or something. Yeah, it could... I don't know. This one, I, I just feel like back then, I feel like it's a little more plausible because painters always painted what they were looking at. If I'm at. being completely honest, too, it also looks like just deterioration that occurs on a painting over time. Yeah. It's possible. It looks like somebody made the sun there and that, they fucked up. That could be it, too, but I don't know. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, people painted it, Evan, but they're still creative. Humans are fundamentally... You have Humans to, are more creative than they are smart. Yeah. If you buy those, you have to fundamentally believe that people were incapable of having like thinking up. Things. Yes. Now here's a cave painting. Uh, drawings de- seem to depict. Oh, uh, with the circle. Yeah. See, like I said, I, what I said back about this, the, like you know how we were talking about, like if there's any chance in which uh, aliens interacted with humans, I would believe it was probably the primitive times because that, of. That's dumb as shit too. You think? Yeah, because that's interpreting it based on our modern recollection of what an astronaut is. If these people are really traveling from Earth to Earth, how likely is it that they have the exact same setup Absolutely that not, we yeah. have? And also, I mean, if like if you were to take that, the circle with like beams coming out of it, and say that that's an astronaut, then almost all 
Christian paintings that depict anyone of holy, divine, saint-like status with a, a golden orb behind their head that has beams coming out of it, then you're saying all of them are aliens or are wearing spacesuits. Yeah. Here we go. We got a Bullshit. French cave painting, wow. 11,000 11, BC. Wow. It's, a, it's like literally a flat disc with a little bump in the middle. I mean, I feel like we're being a little too critical here. I mean, you got to remember, these people weren't that advanced. They, they're still creative, though. That's the thing. They don't need to be advanced. They just need to. I don't think so. I I think they. But but you that are, could easily be a cloud with rain coming out from it. Yeah. Or you're 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 putting your own perspective on top of it when you're when the truth of the matter is like, what did they have? Yeah. But we also don't know how creative they were back then. We don't know that. We can't put ourselves in their shoes to see, like, God. They. You know. It's. I'm not saying that that's a UFO. I'm saying that. Just the fact that that's made in the first place is a testament to how creative people are. Because that was back in the day when there was no reason to do anything like that besides just to have something to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to gain from that? It could. We also don't know the full context of the picture. For me, what it looks like, it's a flat disc with a bunch of little dots coming out of it, a little bump in the disc. It could be a rain cloud. And if it is something... Uh, passing on information it could just be like hey watch out whenever it rains you know yeah absolutely again it's yeah you're right and you know what we'll we'll we will attach some of these yeah. paintings I was, gonna on the Instagram I was gonna tag the website so people can take a look and and see what we're seeing so this is the an instance of what i'm saying so if if, if you look yeah like it, it, it's just how we are interpreting it in a modern sense. We want to see UFOs. We want to see proof of it, so yeah. we're going to see it. Also, it's like, it's very cherry-picky because there's like only a certain number of paintings that get pushed around, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, if people really were seeing this all the time, when... You'd see more oh, of it? Yeah. Wouldn't we be able to see like definitive proof of it? And it's really cool. Yeah. There's one where it was like, oh, the... The ancient Egyptians, there was a hieroglyph that looks like a modern airplane. It's like, okay, so you just think it looks like a modern airplane. That means it was a modern airplane, like aliens descended with a modern airplane. Yeah, like they were just flying over yeah. like a B-52. That's why I wish, yeah. I wish... It's just a bird. That's why I wish, you know, uh, historical documentation was more you know, prominent back then because uh, then we would know this stuff, but we don't. See, but even then, I think then, <laughs> like, even if, okay, so now let's say that they were trying to draw a UFO. Well, we don't believe people who've seen UFOs today, so That's why true. the fuck do we, should we believe them? Yeah. They they wouldn't lie because like they in, lived a long in time. Hundred, in yeah. 200 years. That argument gonna, doesn't really hold up. In 200 yeah. years, let's say we still haven't found alien life and we're still arguing about this. They're not going to look back at our, at our shady videos of like... <laughs> And be like definitive proof. Yeah, yeah come and, on. Go. And people are going to be skeptical just in the way that we are. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's so fun to, to think that it, it's are, fun. It's a very fun thought. But it's fun to it, think that the aliens built the pyramids. I don't know so. if it holds up. Yeah, because it doesn't. In even in like the Renaissance, people were smart enough to definitely tell what was what. I mean, that's when the literally the enlightenment of the human race happened. And people were studying the stars all of a sudden. Are you going to say, oh, the, if a flying saucer came down, they would just be like, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. It's, Although, a, it's a big wheel in a sky. To lend, to lend some credibility, it was also the time period where we started considering ourselves not the center of the universe. Yeah. And what, what better way to ground yourself in the fact that you're not the center of the universe than to have someone else show up and say, hey, yeah, you're not all the Yeah, same. it's like, no, it was math. It, it was math. Like no, absolutely. <laughs> no, like through observation of the way that the sun traveled through yeah. our sky, we were able to tell that we are going around the sun, All the not the other way around. Yeah. But to lend some credibility to people who say, well, you know, there it is. I could see that that is in, a, in its own right um, an overview effect to encounter uh, life of the, what What do they call it? The, the life of the fifth kind or something? Yeah, I just don't. Third kind. Third kind. I just don't see the reason why you'll be like, oh, I'm just going to make it in a painting, you know. Mm. If someone descended and were like, hey, guys, they'd be like, wow, holy shit, look holy at that. Fuck, yeah. And there would be more culturally It would be highly documented. Yeah. They'd be like, someone came down. It would integrate down. itself more into culture rather yeah. than one painting here, two painting here. You'd see paintings of 
aliens everywhere. Yeah. Like, it would be an integration into the culture. And people say that with religion too, but I don't, I don't buy that either because, you know, religions come from prophets that are real people that yeah. have lived, right? You know, whether it's real or not, uh, it could have been made up or they could have actually had visions. I don't think it's an alien coming yeah. down and being yeah. like, hey, man, take our alien religion, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I, I'm sorry this wasn't as fun and like conspiracy theory alien talky as I think we, we had wanted some good it discussions, to be. But we though. had some good discussions. We'll link the uh, the paintings in the Instagram. Please leave us our thoughts. If you've been abducted, what do you think about aliens? Would you want to be abducted? Yes. Um, so comment sure on our posts. Follow, please. Okay, one person will comment. And we will shower them with all the love and affection that we have because we haven't had anybody comment. So if, if you I comment, comment, I will I'll give you a shout you. out on this podcast. Yeah, actually, we will. Comment. Sh- comment. Please. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Do whatever you want. Have a good time. Don't get abducted. And thank you for listening to Get Stoked Podcast. Number 69. It's not 69. It's like literally like number nine. All right. Slap a slip. This is part of the day.